Despite my unfounded trepidations, Boonville star DJ Wesolak does indeed sign with Missouri. Plus, if this is it for Conzo Martin as Missouri's basketball coach, could this be it for him and his head coaching basketball career in general? Well, all of this and more coming up right now on Locked on Mizzou. You are Locked on Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hail you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball, and thanks for making this your first listen of the podcast day, and we are available for free on all platforms, of course, including on YouTube. And you know what? Yesterday on the program, I have to admit, I maybe was a little bit negative on DJ Wesolak. I just had a bit of a premonition that Missouri was going to get spurned. A late visit down to LSU and Brian Kelly. It just felt like it wasn't going to go Missouri's way. But fortunately, well, in this case, I was wrong. Never been more happy to be wrong. But real quick, by the way, today's episode is brought to you by NetSuite. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. Head to NetSuite.com slash NCAA for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. So again, DJ Wesolak signs with Missouri. You look at different recruiting services, you get actually a pretty wide range on him, kind of a shockingly wide range on the different rankings you have for Wesolak. For instance, over at 247sports.com, one of the major recruiting websites without a doubt, well, they have Wesolak as the fourth best player in the state of Missouri, a four-star player. But over at Rivals.com, again, another huge recruiting website, they have him as the 17th best player in the state and only a three-star prospect. So quite a range of outcomes there. I think you can explain that pretty easily because Wesolak has all the measurables you could want in a defensive end. He's about 6'4", 6'5", 235 pounds, good athlete, as you might imagine. But considering... All of those lofty measurables and lofty rankings given out to him by the likes of 24-7 sports, well, you might have expected him fairly enough to maybe be a little bit more productive. Maybe just really dominate truly at the level of Missouri high school football that Wesolak played in. But, you know, to be fair to the kid, give him some time, give him some, some time to develop because, again... He's a high upside athlete, and in fact, really the kind of high upside athlete that Missouri has done well with in the past on the edge as an edge rusher, a defensive end, whatever you want to call it. So clearly a a good addition to the class of 2022 for the Tigers without question, and to get a kid from the Boone County area, the mid-Missouri area from Booneville, hey, that's a big plus because over and over again the last few years we've seen a lot of area prospects choose to go elsewhere. So hopefully this is the sign of good things to come for Missouri on the recruiting trail. And you know what? Speaking of that recruiting trail, of course I mentioned that Drinkwitz absolutely loves not only Luther Burden, but 
Makai Miller, Jamarian Wayne, this whole wide receiver class. And in fact, Luther Burden and Miller are both going to be on campus starting in January. So they're going to get a really early start on their Missouri football careers. Certainly, I really, really, once again, almost expect Burden to be a starter from day one. But of course, on yesterday's program, I also addressed the possibility of quarterback Sam Horn, the 7A Georgia State champion, Address the possibility of him being the day one starter at quarterback for the Tigers next season. Well, to me, the likelihood of that is much, 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 much less likely. Not impossible, mind you. I'm not saying it's impossible that Horn takes the ball for Missouri's first snap next year. I just don't think there's a lot of precedent for that whatsoever, number one. And number two, Horn, unlike Burden, is not going to be on campus quite as early. He's going to be allowed to pursue his baseball career as a Tiger, and well, he's also going to finish out his high school baseball season this spring down in Georgia, and frankly, who could blame him for that? The kid, you only get one chance to be a high school athlete. I would encourage that young man to finish out his high school baseball season. Nothing wrong with that whatsoever, but realistically, if you really want Sam Horn to be the starter next season, well, he's going to need every single moment he can get. So the fact that he's not getting on campus early, as early as, say, Burden and Makai Miller are, that just kind of shows me that lower your expectations even more for him being the day one starter. I think it would be even just Sam Horn starting a game, period, next season. I would say the odds are probably against it. Having said that, I still love Horn as a as a prospect. I think he's an excellent quarterback prospect. I really believe that. But at the same time, let's not throw too many expectations on his head that aren't warranted at this point. By the way, if you want a sneak preview of what Sam Horn might look like in a Missouri football uniform, well, on Saturday, just in two days here, Horn and his Collins Hill State Championship team will be playing in the Geico State Champions Bowl Series against another team from Washington Class 4A. They're a Class 4A champion of Wisconsin, of excuse me, of Washington State. That's Graham Pessoan. Excuse me for not knowing how to pronounce that high school, but that'll be at four o'clock again Saturday on ESPN two. If you want to check out. Sam Horn play his last game in high school. But you know what? I got some more things to get to in this episode of Locked on Mizzou, including, hey, if it's done, if it's finished for Conzo Martin in Missouri, might that be it for him as a head coach in college basketball? Well, Gabe DeArmond brought up this somewhat surprising idea on Power Mizzou just a few days ago. And the more you look into it, it actually makes a lot of sense. So I want to discuss that a little bit. But first, you know what? This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, oh no, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Well, poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software. No, to see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. You see, with visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. 
With NetSuite, you can automate your processes, close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. And over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite, and right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA. Head to netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA for special end of year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. That's netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA. Now, as you all know, I think Gabe DeArmond does a fine job covering the Tigers over at PowerMizzou.com. I'm a happy subscriber. And, you know, something Gabe threw out on his message board over there the other day that didn't get a lot of traction is that, in Gabe's opinion, this is purely his opinion, not based on any inside information, he said, I think this is going to be Conzo Martin's last coaching stop one way or the other. And then Gabe goes pretty deeply into his reasoning there. And I'll I'll just paraphrase it for you quickly here. Essentially, he's saying that, hey, if you think about it, what position is Conzo Martin going to be in? Number one, if he loses this job, are there going to be a lot of, you know, equivalent power five, high major type jobs knocking down Conzo Martin's door? Well, not necessarily. So considering how long he's been in this game, he's in his fifties now, he's a survivor of cancer, a guy who got out of East St. Louis and has obviously been incredibly successful, not only financially, but just in terms of building a a very special family and life for himself. You know, sometimes, and Gabe mentions this, sure, these are jobs that the, the competition, I'm sure, is thrilling. The money's obviously great. But boy, being a college basketball coach, a lot of that stuff can be a drag. Those recruiting trips and dealing with boosters and the media and and podcasters with big mouths like myself, you know, it's not all perfect at all times. So if you're Conzo Martin and you've got a pretty good amount of money in the bank, you know, as Gabe said at the end of his post here, what's more likely for Conzo Martin to walk away and say, I'm good or to start all over again at a place like Southern Illinois? And when you put it like that, Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? So, frankly, if you're Missouri, I I don't know that there's any way that this can possibly happen. But if you're ready to move on from Conzo Martin at the end of this season, maybe there's some way that you can have a mutual agreement with Conzo that not only gives him the lion's share of whatever he's owed, the lion's share of his his buyout, whatever it might be, but gosh, it would be kind of nice to have a amicable sort of ending to this part of the Missouri-Conzo relationship. And I say that because I do think there's value in keeping Conzo Martin around, quite honestly. If it's not on the basketball court, well, it could be on an administrative role of some sort. We know he has a good relationship with Desiree Reed-Francois. We know that Eli Drinkwitz yesterday and in the last couple days has very specifically said The Conzo had a big impact. His relationship with Luther Burden Sr. had a massive impact on Missouri getting Luther Burden Jr., the stud wide receiver from the St. Louis area. So again, there's obvious value to Conzo Martin as a human being, number one, and I think there's value to him 
possibly in the Missouri administration, if he had, if he potentially has any interest in that whatsoever. Again, pure speculation on my part, but I do think if you're Missouri, why not try to keep that relationship intact if possible? Having said that, I could definitely see how, hey, if you're asking this guy to, hey, we don't like what you're doing with the basketball program, we need you to go away, well, trying to keep hurt feelings out of that, a lot easier said than done. There's been some speculation among Missouri fans if the Tigers would take a quarterback in the transfer portal market. Well, probably the biggest name in that market is now off the board, but another one from the SEC enters the portal. So should the Tigers have interest in this young man? Well, let's talk more about the quarterback market in transfer land But first, I want to tell you about Boost Mobile. And you know, you listen to podcasts, if you're like me, for the power of knowledge. Well, you switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. Which is better, knowledge or money? Well, probably depends on the day, right? But hey, with Boost Mobile, you get the power of a free 5G phone so you can listen to all the latest podcasts. The power of three Unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line, so your family can harness all that brain power too. And even better, the power of one of America's largest 5G networks, so you can do it all at the speed of 5G. Switch to Boost Mobile and find out just how powerful you can become and get a free Samsung A32 5G when you switch to one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save, Boost Mobile. Disclaimer, free phone limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offers, coverage, not available everywhere or for all phones or networks. See BoostMobile.com for details. And by Bet Online, which has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues to march to the college football playoff. But of course, there's a lot of bowl action happening in the college football landscape before we get there. And you know what? There's one game in particular that I'm staring at. Right now, I really like UCF over Florida. So give me the money line. It's 2 to 1 plus 200 over at betonline.ag. I just think it's a very strange decision that Emory Jones, who's now entering the transfer portal, is going to be still starting at quarterback for the Gators apparently. What what a bizarre move that is. It just seems like with Mullen gone, Gators have nothing to play for and frankly UCF would probably love nothing more than to put it on their in-state rivals, the Florida Gators. So to me, give me UCF plus 200, but regardless, you got to go to bet online. Use the promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Once again, promo code locked on for a 50% welcome bonus at bet online where the game starts. Okay, well, if you happen to make the horrible mistake of just now skipping through my betonline.ag read, well, I, I highly recommend you go back and listen to the free money that I just gave you. Disclaimer, that is not free money. I could totally be wrong. But seriously, though, folks, I was talking in that previous 
bet online read about Emory Jones, the Florida quarterback who has decided to enter the transfer portal. But apparently, as of now, as of yesterday anyway, he's still planning to play in that bowl game for the Gators. Now, that bizarre decision aside, or certainly at least a unique decision aside, well, a lot of Tiger fans naturally are probably asking themselves, hey, should Missouri take a look at Emory Jones? And you know what? In my opinion, the answer is no. Because while Emory Jones, a, a talented kid, a, a, you know, a four or five star recruit, I do believe, you know, the highest ranked quarterback, I believe, you know, Florida has recruited in, in several years, certainly. But, you know, I think you saw Emory Jones' limitations against the Tigers, against not exactly the greatest defense in the country this season, right? Missouri ends up pulling that game out, I thought, in large part because defensively, they will they were able to essentially disrespect Emory Jones' ability to throw the football down the field. So to me, his upside is not worth it. I'd, I'd rather take a chance on the guys that Missouri has in the quarterback room right now, the three returning players and, and Connor Basilak, Brady Cook, Tyler Macon, and of course the new guy Sam Horn as well. I just don't see any reason to add Emory Jones to that room. Now Spencer Rattler, on the other hand, that, to me that would have been a little bit different of a discussion. To me his upside would have been worth at least discussing that. But you know what? We don't have to discuss it anymore because Rattler and his tight end teammate at Oklahoma, Austin Stogner, are going to South Carolina. So guess what? In Columbia, the East, next season, we're going to see Rattler with the Gamecocks, it sure looks like. And you know what? Of all the transfer portal positions, certainly quarterback is holding a lot of intrigue right now. I just saw a stat the last couple days that says 13 of the Power 5 schools have at least one quarterback in the transfer portal. That's one out of every five schools in the Power 5. And that number is probably to go likely to go up. We just saw Jones just enter it. We've all talked about how perhaps a Missouri quarterback could enter it by the end of the spring. The point is, at a certain point, this game of quarterback musical chairs, the music's going to stop and there's going to be a lot of guys with nowhere to sit. So, I don't know, if you're Emory Jones, I'm, I'm curious to see what he wants out of this situation. Because, presumably, he'll still be in the battle next season with a new coach to start a quarterback for the Gators. But, man... Is there anybody in the SEC that's going to want him? He's going to have to probably come down a level or at least come down a conference. Maybe there's an ACC team that'll like him. I'm not totally sure, but if you're Missouri, and like I say as a Missouri watcher, I'm not really that interested. I just wonder if guys like Jones are going to find that their options are a lot more limited than they imagined. But you know what? Thank you so much. I know you guys have a lot of options when it comes to Missouri content. So thanks, as always, for making me your first listen of the podcast day. And you know what? Even though I gave you that, in my opinion, rather brilliant money line underdog in UCF over Florida, you know what? Check out Locked on Bets. Those guys really know what they're talking about. Your boy Q, Lee Sterling. He's been red hot all year. So check him out wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, I am John Miller, and this has been Locked on the Zoo.